this is Caitlin and Shelby, and welcome to the Bump That Podcast, where we talk about life, ministry, and all the ratchet things in between. Sometimes life just has those moments that you gotta say, Bump That. What's up, everybody? Welcome back hey. <laughs> to, to the, the Bump, Bump That, that Podcast. <laughs> this is your girl, Caitlin. And your girl, Shelby. Listen, what's up, everybody? What's going on? I hope everybody's having an amazing summer. It's hot out here in these streets, but that's okay. I am. Out here melting. <laughs> like a popsicle. <laughs> I bought some ice cream. It was already melting in the car by the time I got to Shelby y'all. So I'm like, what is this? What kind of sun are we doing right now? Okay? It's like unnatural. I don't know. But <laughs> unnatural? No. The weather we had for spring and the beginning of summer was unnatural. That was weird. That was weird. But it was nice. It was nice. nice. I was looking at the weather for Missouri. It's gonna be so hot and so humid. Oh, oh my gosh! Lord. I, I don't, don't know if I'm that. ready. I don't know if I'm I ready. Miss that. I'm gonna get off that plane and be like, eh, eh. I'm wet. <laughs> I'm sticky. Like why? <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, guys, I'm super excited about today because today is another installment of the struggle is real, Ooh. and we have somebody special with us here today. We got Miss Stephanie Taylor. Hey, what's up? We are so excited to have her here with us today. We're going to get into some good stuff. I hope you guys are ready. So, Stephanie, what's going on with you, girl? Just trying not to melt in the heat with no AC. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Mm. Yeah, because you don't have any AC at the house, right? No. Uh uh. (sighs) It's cool inside the house, but it's doing all of the work outside yeah. yeah with the chickens and the greenhouse mm, and yeah. yeah that greenhouse feels like missouri right now oh my gosh oh i, can, I bet I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my gosh well stephanie since you are our guest today we have to ask you what is your bump that this week all mm. right so go back a couple weeks we had a battle with nature with our chickens. Oh, no. Something came oh, in, no. took out the whole flock. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Got a trail cam. We have foxes. We have raccoons. We have skunks. Tear down the whole thing, rebuild. And last weekend, I was finishing the chicken run, so now I'm wearing a wrist brace because of all the staple oh, gunning. I just noticed uh, that you had yeah. one. Uh, it's like going to sleep at night and, like, hurting <clears> and, like, Oh. My hand gets all deformed, so oh. that. But <laughs> it's she bad. Got that strong. Hand. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. Ah. What? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we are not making fun of your pain. I'm Let me get that with my strong <laughs> hand. Get that hand like totally what I feel like. <laughs> anyway, go on. So, I think it was Saturday, maybe, but three o'clock mm. in the afternoon heat of the day I'm on top of a ladder mm-hmm. trying to finish this chicken coop and all of a sudden I hear this yip yip like off to the left and we Not have coyotes yips. we have coyotes but I only hear them at night so I'm like looking thinking mm-hmm. what and then I hear some to the right mm-hmm. and then I hear howling three o'clock in the afternoon and then the deer that are hanging out right near me go running 
Oh, that's our sign. We got to run to. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> the deer running, we running too. <laughs> but I gotta go you anywhere. I had to running. finish it. You better you run, run too. <laughs> run, boys, run. <laughs> but it went on for like two minutes. So then all around me was echoing like yips and howlings and all, and then just dead silent. Mm. So weird. Freaked mm-hmm. me out. I like them boxes in the in game. Gang, gang. (laughs) (laughs) No, we got time for that. (laughs) So, so your chickens got eaten. Yeah. Uh, Okay, this might be a little graphic, but was there like feathers and stuff? Yeah. So only two were like gone. Okay. The rest were still there. Oh. Yeah. That's brutal. It's a little traumatic yeah. for Vince and I. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And so, like, every morning, I, now we have new ones, and it's all, like, fortified and everything, but every morning I go out, and I'm just like, are you all alive? Yeah. So I hear some oh, chirping, no. you know. But it's good, and I got the trail cam, and I saw raccoons last night, but they can't get in. Yeah. So it's solid now. Yeah. Wait, raccoons, are they, like, chicken eaters, too? Or they oh, yeah. When, yeah, and especially when they're smaller. Cause ours I did not big know yet. that. Yeah, and we have foxes. I think a fox got okay the first. Like yeah, I knew about foxes, but I didn't know raccoons were like. I heard mm-hmm. that raccoons will get like stick their arms yes in the, into the like, through the fence, yeah, and like try Grab to pull em. them through the fence. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's aggressive. Yeah. Hold on, no. <laughs> yeah, for real. And raccoons can <clears throat> spread wire. They, if there's any little crack, they can open and. That's a trip. Mm-hmm. I mean, they do have like little hands, huh? Yeah. Maybe, yeah. They're little <laughs> claw <clients. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I wish you guys could see her hands right now. <laughs> 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 we don't know how to act, y'all. <laughs> Man, living that country life, man, mm. that's crazy. Bump that. I yeah. Don't, I don't do that. Bump that. Did you guys name the chickens, too? No. Okay. Well. The kids are starting to name them. Oh, see? I know. That's attachment. Can you imagine? No. Uh-uh. I don't like that. What, what kind of names are they naming them? Like well, Fluffy? No, no. <laughs> they named one Frankie this last oh, weekend. Oh, that's cute. But she's a girl. But it's, I guess I could, it's fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I think we have one rooster. They're all supposed to be girls. Okay. <clears throat> but one rooster means we can incubate eggs. Yeah. yeah absolutely. I'm crying, I'm crying. Uh-huh. Oh, Frankie okay. Rooster. <laughs> Sitting in tree. Okay, let me stop. <laughs> the kids have talked about, like, a chicken wedding. They asked. <laughs> they said when the rooster gets older, <laughs> is he going to marry cute. one of the chickens? If he ends up liking one of the chickens. Aww. And I said, I hope he marries all the chickens. <laughs> <laughs> well. Y'all gonna have Sister Wives chicken edition up at the house. <laughs> sister chickens. Sister chickens. <laughs> what they serve that the way? Fried chicken? No. <laughs> that's terrible. Well, at least Shame bacon. on you for them. See, that's the other thing, too. Is like, if you, if you have animals for, like, food... You definitely can't name them no. because, like, you know. Can't get attached. Yeah, I don't Frankie. know. My parents name the animals. Like, they raise pigs. <laughs> <laughs> Shelly, don't laugh. Poor Wilbur. 
Hey, we'll make some good bacon, though. How you gonna... bacon. That pork steak was good. Bacon is bomb, though. <laughs> well, I mean, listen. If you know that in the end, that's what's going to happen, it is what it is, right? I ain't naming it if I know that. that I can't. They no. don't have kids at their house, though. No, that's true. I, I couldn't name animals if we're going to use them for meat. Yeah. See, yeah. I don't have any issues with that. Um... I'm heartless when it comes to animals. <laughs> I'm sorry to say that. No. <laughs> I'm not heartless any other time. It's just that. Did you be so heartless? Oh, my mm, gosh. Man. Well, yes, that's definitely a bump that fox eating the chickens and stuff, and raccoons let loose, and they gang ganging over at the house. I don't have <laughs> that's not <laughs> No, no. Oh, man. Well, listen, guys, if you have a bump that you would love to share, listen, we want to hear from you. Yeah. Okay? So, please email us at thebumpthatpodcast at gmail.com, <laughs> okay? Or you can um, shoot us a message on Facebook or Instagram, and we respond pretty quickly, so. I try to anyway. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm at work, forget about it. <laughs> so, but yeah, so please. Put in your um, bump desk. Re- give us your hot topics. We love to hear from you guys, okay? Don't be shy. Because some of y'all are shy, so. <laughs> All right, so we're going to jump right into it today with the, this installment of The Struggle is Real. And I had, I, I talked to Stephanie a little bit on Sunday because I wanted to make sure um, she felt comfortable and, like, her peoples were comfortable with us talking about this topic because I feel like this is something that's really important mm-hmm. that we don't really talk about a lot in the church. Yeah, no. Um, and then when we hear from the world or TV or whatever, it's usually in a negative um, mm. point of view. It's usually bashing other people or talking about how, you know, how the other person did wrong. Or, But when we talk about divorce, we also have to talk about grace. Yeah. You know, um, when we talk about separation, we also have to talk about forgiveness. When we talk about, you know, honesty, we also have to talk about what it means to build trust with someone mm. and build a life with someone, right? And so today's topic is all about love after divorce, mm. that second round, right? Ding, ding. <laughs> round two. <laughs> round two. Um, and, you know, Shelby's married, and I am single as a Pringle over here. And so our uh, Stephanie, she um, she's going to share a little bit about herself. So Stephanie, give us a little background about yourself. So I originally grew up in Southern California, city girl, oh. believe it or not, hardcore, hey. never saw real trees, only palm trees and concrete. She was gang gang. <laughs> well, running around in them streets. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I was not. <laughs> I can't say my friends. Just kidding. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I did grow up in more of a, a rougher area. And then I started going to church and found God my end of my freshman, beginning of sophomore year of mm. high school. Mm-hmm. And then college came, and I applied to wherever was free and did not require an essay because I was a little lazy like that. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Um, and I prayed about it, and I just felt called to Chico and yes. knew nothing about Chico, knew nothing about Northern California, and accepted. 
And everyone's like, are you going there because it's a party school? And I had no idea well. that Chico State had a <laughs> reputation. You was out here. No, no idea. <laughs> well. The first time I saw Chico was when I drove up to move. Mm. <laughs> and I don't crazy. know if you've driven the middle of California. Is cows. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. I had never seen that in my life. And I cried thinking I was going to live in cows. <laughs> and and she now she's my life. And now she's living on some acreage yeah. with the chicken Super poop, country. So. Yeah. <laughs> Battling raccoons she and boxes. But I went to Chico and it was great. And I did. I was really involved and um, was part of my old church, Orchard. Shout out. They're still out there. Hey. Um, and that's where I met my ex-husband. Well, kind of, we'll get into that. Yeah. Um, and then we were going to have kids, but my family's not around here, and all of his family's here in Ukiah. And so we moved mm-hmm. here, and that's how I ended up here. I never would have chosen this yeah, place. People have to ask, like, why did you move to Ukiah? There Everyone had asked. <laughs> I don't know. God called me. That's, that's all yes. I know. <laughs> God that's moves, it. He moves all of us here. No one comes willingly. <laughs> yeah, for, for real. real. No, like, for real, for real. <laughs> um, and then here, I just, I had, you know, my own journey through work, and, and I ended up with my dream job, really, here, and being a counselor at an elementary school. Yeah. Going through all of that. Now you She's just amazing, a, too, by the way. Yes, she is. Now, are you just, are you a licensed counselor? Or are you also, like, an actual, like, LCW, like, therapist? Like, I, I guess I don't know, like, the differences between the Well, so, so it's different. So some people that are counselors at a school have, like, a PPS, and okay. that's just for school. Okay. Um, some people are social workers. Some people are marriage and family therapists. And I went the marriage and family mm-hmm. therapist route. Oh, wow. And okay. thankfully, Ukiah, because they can't get enough people, you're supposed to have a PPS. Mm-hmm. Um, but they opened it up so people with social work and marriage and family therapy background could apply. That's oh, cool. Nice. Yeah. That's super cool. Yeah. yeah. I probably need to get a PPS just to secure it for yeah. one day. Yeah. Um, but I love working in the school. Yeah. Yeah. Calpilla. <laughs> That's awesome. So you go to college, you come up to the north where the cows were. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in, the sky, <laughs> in the skies are all cloudy all day. Those kids. <laughs> home, home on the range. <laughs> Rib and John Dutton be played. No, I was kidding. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to take that out. Anyway. <laughs> nah, nah. So you move up here, you go to school, and you fall in love? Yeah. So my love stories had like generally been meeting through friends. So I have. Shelby, why you ain't up? Let's hope you don't be Shelby needs to have <laughs> single guy friends to introduce. I'm just playing. <laughs> so I had a friend who actually worked with, so I was a resident advisor at college, so I ran in the hey, dorms. Shout out to the RA. Yeah. And um, so one of my friends that I met through there, and we were pretty close. <laughs> oh, man, if you ever listen to this, he's probably going to shoot me. He <laughs> liked one of my friends, and I got set them up. He refused to go on the date by himself because he was scared. 
And he was like, Steph, you have to come with me. I'm like, I am not going on your date. Hang on. This is college? College. Oh, Lord. Okay, Okay. he's so sweet. He's just like a very kind, shy you know yeah um so they're supposed to go on a date he doesn't want to go alone he wants me to come i'm not about to go third wheel on a first date (laughs) so he says my buddy from high school from ukiah is gonna come out not a date for you guys you guys just hang out and just kind of like be there so then i won't be so nervous okay support 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 Support. so here's this guy and we hung out for the weekend, cool. And I was like, I'm done. I want to hang out with you again. He was very persistent. So over mm-hmm. about a year, every couple months, he would call, he would reach out. Hey, let me come out and take you out. And finally, one like spring, I was like, huh, fine. You can drive from Ukiah <laughs> to Chico and take me to dinner. <laughs> and uh, then, you know, fell in love and all the things I did not plan on. Mm. Well. He was like, yo, excuse me, miss. Oh, no. <laughs> you all cropped the fruit. No, I was kidding. <laughs> and I got to admit that you got my attention. You're making me want to say yo. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, and so did you guys were just like, you guys like fell in love and you were just like, I think this is, I think. You might be the one and just want to, or was it like, how long did you guys date? All right. So, and he can listen to this and he cannot argue. He wanted to be married before I like was ready, Mm -hmm. you know, and thinking about it. Um, But he proposed on our one year anniversary. Mm. And then we were engaged for like a year and a half after that. Okay, before so yeah, the wedding. Day, day, yeah, day, yeah, day. Okay. yeah. So we were together like two and a half years before we got married. Um, but I knew I loved him, and I knew like one day. But you know, I was in school for for counseling yeah. and marriage counseling, yeah. and I had all these professors in my ear like, "You don't really know someone until you've seen them for a whole year." Because, like, you have to see someone through, like, holidays and every season mm, to yeah. know. Well, see when they get upset, mm-hmm, you know, yeah. And triggers and all mm-hmm. of that. So, in my mind, I told mm-hmm. him, you can propose all you want. I love you, but I will not say yes before one year. Yeah. And yeah. so, he waited. That's wow. smart. On the dot. One year. Anybody who's out here single and dating, I hope you take note. Because, like, mm-hmm. one year. I like that. At least. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I really, I, I thought that I had the love thing figured out mm-hmm. to a T, right? Because yeah. I had all the schooling. I knew, like, here are all the things you do. <laughs> check, 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 check. <laughs> all the boxes, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, we waited for having kids. So, like, we got married. We did the whole thing where you save, we get into a house, mm-hmm. and family helped, you know, but we got into a house. I still didn't have kids, finished grad school, then decided to start having kids after grad school. I really tried to do the textbook, like, yeah. you know what I mean, what yeah. you're supposed to do. Me and Harlan didn't do that at all. <laughs> at all. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we thought we were in love and then we got married. And then we like literally separated two months after we got married. And if it wasn't for that separation, um, having to go through that and like talk things through and really communicate, 
um, we would have been like done for, like mm. really truly done for. But since we came back together and we really worked things out and we really communicated, like that was the best thing to ever happen to our relationship, really. And that's how we truly found out. Okay. We really do love each other. Like, we didn't know what love really was until we went through that. Mm-hmm. So it gets hard. Yeah. 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 And you still have to choose that person. Yeah. Even when it's hard. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you feel like, so like, during that during that waiting period after that year, and that long engagement, did you feel like you really knew this person? Like, did you feel like, yeah, we got a solid foundation. We're, we're good to go. Yes and no. Yes, I, I, I really did feel like I knew him yeah. and, and like I enjoyed who he was, but there was this little piece of me mm. that knew something was off and people can think what they want, but when you're a believer and God is priority in your life, and your partner is not, Mm. Mm. no matter how good of a person they are or all the things you do, it genuinely does affect your relationship in the long run. And so he was not a believer. Um, But he came to church with me. He helped with the kids because I was running children's ministry Mm. at that time. And he helped with everything. He was there every Sunday, multiple services, set up tear down all of the things and was very supportive and so i think in my brain i convinced myself well it's gonna be okay because since Mm. he's so supportive it's not gonna be an issue gotcha Mm. yeah um but there was that little you know voice that was just like that's that discernment kicking in are are you are you supposed to be doing this you know but all of the other things really seem to match up yeah. Mm. Um, so I went ahead, even though there was that little piece that yeah. was questioning. Yeah. yeah. I like that you said that everything else seemed to match up because the most important thing that needed to match up wasn't, which is mm-hmm. you guys being equally yoked and you relate having that relationship with God mm-hmm. and understanding that Jesus is your Savior and having that same foundation of of that. Because it is important. Because when you don't have the same morals, when you don't have the same background, in in that in that case, and I'm not saying like you know if you're wanting to do one career, your you know person that you're dating is wanting to do something else. That's that's different, right? But when you have God in the midst of everything that you're doing, yeah, He can He will help you be in be in that moment of okay, I have clarity, I have understanding, and we understand together that we need God to be the focus of our relationship. Yeah. And so when you don't have that, it's like, I don't want to say denial, but it's like, Mm. well, maybe they'll finally get there. They'll get there. They'll get there. I think that like you, you fall in love and then you, you hope just like we have family. Yeah. Yeah. You know, who are not believers and we love them and we hope that they will one day. Like I'd already done messed up. I'd already fallen in love, right, you know, yeah. and, but, but I think part of it is too of how the world kind of tricks us a little bit. All of the other things matched up, right? Like our right. idea of kids, how would we raise them? Like what kind of house we would want? Like, yeah. you know, the rest of our life. So that seemed like it made it okay. Right. Yeah. And I think that's something that people can fall into really easy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And you're, 
like you said, you're building your life with this person. Mm-hmm. Unlike your friends and family, you know, they're in your life, but you're not mm-hmm. building your future with them. Mm. Mm, that's deep. Well. Well. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, guys, get engaged. Yep. Get married. Yep. How's the wedding? It was great. Totally illegally crashed a beach. Ooh. And my pastor was like, I've always wanted to do an illegal wedding. You're supposed to have like permits and mm. you know all that. So we rented this like barn house thing and then just walked across down to the beach over in Fort Love Bragg it. and just crashed the beach. It yeah. was like we p- brought a few chairs for like elderly. But everyone just stood. It was like a no shoes. Mm. Very Stephanie. Not really <laughs> planned. Just kind of show up. Yeah, everyone freaking out over details. Y'all might like understand some of that, and I'm just like, whatever, it's all gonna happen. I don't even it's care. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it was. It was that just at the beach, and it was beautiful. Love that. Yeah, love that. And so, you guys start living that married life. Mm-hmm. Do you do you feel like you were seeing red flags before? Just didn't really acknowledge them, or do you feel like it was more so just? We're just living life and I think things are really good before and then after we're married. After you get married, I don't know what it is. Something happens. It mm-hmm. you could live with the person before, but you get married and there's a change. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't I know what it is now, like for my life, but back then I didn't understand like what is so different. And so then I think also expectations, the expectations you come to what a marriage is supposed to look like. Um, And so I think I think that's when things kind of started to get a little bit more tense of are we meeting each other's needs? Mm. Really, are we meeting each other's expectations of what a marriage is supposed to look like? And then keep in mind. I have God as my foundation and he doesn't. So my expectation of what marriage is and his, yeah. all of a sudden, yeah. look crashing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. But nothing was ever super bad. Right. It was good. Right. And, like, his family is amazing. Everyone's always gotten along really well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just seemed like, oh, this it's just stress. It's just growing pains, you know. Mm-hmm. It'll get better. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now what were your feelings about divorce before you got married like before you were you know engaged or anything like that how did you feel about divorce i was never gonna get divorced that's a i just i have always believed that once you make that commitment you're supposed to make that commitment for life yeah like that's yeah. just that's just what i i believed and what i wanted mm-hmm. um and like my parents got divorced when i was young and then my mom and stepdad have been together for a super long time. And they've been a great example mm. of a marriage mm. and, and all of that. But I just thought, okay, I'm going to do everything. I'm going to check all the boxes. I'm going to do it the right <laughs> way. And I'm not going to get divorced. I'm not going to end up, you know, going mm-hmm. down that same path. Yeah. If only it worked like that. Yeah. 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 And I can feel you on that because, like, watching my mom and, like, pretty much my whole family, like, all of them pretty much been divorced or ne- never even got married and just kind of, you know, lived their life and just had their kids separated. Dad wasn't really in the picture. And so I'm, I've always been like, I'm not going to make myself be set up to fail like that, mm-hmm. you know. And so now that I'm 32, you know, I'm like, granted, I still feel like 
I can beat that. Like I can beat that generational curse of like not having a father in the home and you know divorce and, and that things. But I'm a little bit more realistic too. Like, okay, let's be more realistic. Like you're gonna have to actually know this person. You're gonna have to actually be friends with this person. You can't just like over oh, dating for a year and like okay, let's just get married. Let's go. Like uh-huh. you know, like. Um, I, and I think God has matured me in that in the way of thinking because. I just thought, like, oh, once you get married, it's all good. Like, whatever. <laughs> and then you see people around you, some of my closest uh, friends. Like, yeah. and I would be like, I would never have thought this would ever happen. But yeah. it can happen to the best of people. But just for, for various reasons, of course. Like, right. not always for the same reason. So I think I've matured in that a little bit. And I think you explaining that was is really good. Because it's true. Like, yeah. We have sometimes we have that fairy tale of like, I'm never gonna get divorced and da da da. But we don't really know people until we know people, right? Right. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I think I, I was like the same as you. Like I will never ever, because that was like drilled into my head. Yeah. You know, um, as a pastor's kid, as you know, um, growing up in the church, like this is never like this isn't going to happen type thing. Yeah. Um, but then my parents got divorced, you know, so it is, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. And I think the church as like in general, not just like the church we go to, but like in general, I think we need to have a more realistic conversation about that. Like, mm-hmm. because I do think we kind of feed into that fairy tale of like, Oh, you get married and you know, you just work things together and that's it. Like divorce is bad don't get divorced but in reality it's like if you're being abused if you're mm-hmm. if you're you know if your spouse is not being respectable to you and you're mm. trying and trying and trying and they're, you know they're, for whatever various reasons there really mm. has to be a consideration of you know I'm doing my best but God also does not want me to suffer right yeah he he didn't say I want yeah. for you to suffer like that's not you know, he didn't say to be disrespected, you know. And so I, there is, you know, there's even a scripture in the Bible that says, you know, if husbands don't respect their wives, like, he won't honor their prayers. Like, mm-hmm. it's a thing. Like, you yeah. know. Well, and I think back in the day, people weren't, like, allowed to divorce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, so many people stayed for I mean, 20, 30, 40 years in really bad situations. Mm -hmm. And when divorce became something that was more socially acceptable, we saw a lot of elderly people getting divorced, which I think rocked a lot of families. But they didn't know that those women, those men, had been stuck in something really bad for so long. Yeah. Now, And there's other people, though, other side of the coin that I think that they use divorce as just like a way out of I'm not oh, feeling yeah. happy right now. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're probably oh, yeah. just not my person. For sure. The people that just don't want to put in the work. Right. Yes. Yeah. And divorce is yes. not for that. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's for real though. I, I totally feel you on that one because society and what the world says about divorce right now is if you're not feeling it, if you're not okay with it, if you just wake up and you want to break up, okay, type thing. Mm-hmm. That's that's how that's how the world shows divorce. Like it's it's a totally normal thing that you can do at any time. Yeah. 
Um, so I really like the way you explain that yeah. because, yeah, I mean, there are definitely reasons and definitely situations where it is okay, <laughs> but don't just make it a normal thing and be like, oh, well, you get on my nerves, so <laughs> I'm, I'm not happy you right now. Out if you are married, <laughs> they're going to get on your nerves. Both exactly. of you. Yeah. Exactly. You are at last piece of chicken. I'm done. I'm, I'm pretty sure they heard me and Harlan on that last um, cons- conspiracy Thursday <laughs> get on each other's nerves a little bit because we did not agree. But you know what? It's okay. Like, we're... Like, you work things out, no matter if he thinks that Eden was in the wrong or not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we already had this conversation at church. Yeah. We'll be having it on here again. <laughs> Listen, Stephanie was messaging us like, <laughs> I am listening to that podcast right now. And Yo, I, I would have been totally I was on top of the ladder. I was on the ladder doing the chicken coop, listening like, what are they talking <laughs> Okay, first of all, Eden should have said something. But second of all, y'all know my stance on yeah. where Peter should have been doing when he comes home yeah. to his yep. life after weeks and weeks. <laughs> yep. yep. Come on now. Yep. We were talking about this on Sunday. I yeah. was like, well, what? here go Harlan. Y'all, y'all just don't understand Peter. Well, I don't think you understand. <laughs> it's, just, uh, it's just the difference of ways that like we think as women and yes. men mm-hmm. think. Yes. It really is because there has been so many times where I have just been like, are you kidding me right now? And he's like, what did I do? <laughs> what did I do? I'm like, are you kidding me right now? And then we just like go on this whole long, just not talking to each other or giving each other the cold shoulder or me just like irritated with him, you know? And then he's finally like, listen, I do not want a marriage like this. So whatever is going on, we need to talk about it because I'm not doing this. I am not doing this. So we need to talk about it. I'm like, "Mm, I don't want to talk to you right now. (laughs) I'm glad he does that, though. I really am. I'm glad he does that because... If he didn't, we'd probably still be not talking right now. Y'all pray for my future husband. Who knows? <laughs> That's going to be hilarious. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> so when did, you, when did you guys feel like it was starting to get to that point when the D word came up? So it was actually, it was a surprise. Mm. So moved from Chico to here, had our first. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you have your first kid, it's hard. Mm -hmm. And I think for any marriage, because all of a sudden now you're not sleeping, like your whole life changes, right? Yeah. So I feel like throughout the marriage, I really just looked at moving new jobs, new baby as the reason that Mm -hmm. we weren't like really fulfilling each other's needs Yeah. Yeah. because there were all these really big things happening. Mm -hmm. Like, it was pretty stressful. Yeah. And so I just thought once things mellow out, yeah, it'll be s- smooth sailing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then right after I had our daughter, it was like talking, you know, you know, the men, women thing like, hey, I need you to do this. And like, they're not understanding because they're a man. Yeah. So it was like <laughs> one of those. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, I need this. It was like, well, you know, and then he just came out and said it. And I had not anticipated 
divorce yeah. at that time. So, because once again, you also having your we, mind. Divorce she, is not really a she thing. She had just been born, too. Yeah. We had just planned, mm. you know, and we, like, planned her, planned, planned, like, tried. Right. Um, so I was still, like, you know, popping out babies and planning her future. Yeah, so yeah. divorce was not something that was on my mind. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So what did that process kind of look like? Mm, it was pretty quick. It was him saying divorce, me saying, well, maybe we should work on it. Um, probably for, like, two months, and then he was just like, no. Mm. So basically had to say, okay. So then it just switched to what will this look like with mm. us not mm. together yeah. for our kids and right. planning for that. Mm. So it was really quick. Like, I mean, two months maybe. Wow. And was there like, there wasn't like any ho- like hostility mm-hmm. or? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I probably <laughs> used some choice words <laughs> during that time. You know, like I just had a baby. Yeah, hormones. You're yeah. probably po- postpartum. Oh yeah, all sorts of. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, was I my most kind self? No. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't like our divorce was not hostile. Like nobody cheated. Yeah. Nobody was like abusing anyone right. you know yeah. what i mean right. like no one was using drugs yeah like no one was yeah. gambling or doing anything with money yeah. there was no like anything big yeah. which i think made it harder for me yeah. i could understand mm-hmm. like if he had cheated sweet done yeah right um but there was nothing big so th- i think that made it harder for me and then i have a newborn mm. yeah so Ooh, yeah. it was uh <clears throat> Yeah, it was a very challenging yeah. time in my life. Do you feel like do you feel like in hindsight it was it was a blessing that you guys didn't have all those issues or do you feel like you needed something a little bit more heavy like oh, I wish you would have been No, I'm so glad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad there was none of that. Yeah. Um because I think once it took a little bit, but once we got through what our new lives will look like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, he and I are fine. Yeah. You know, like, we go to events together for the yeah. kids. Like, we text about the kids. We can call. Like, we, we can go to each other's houses. I don't have to do a drop-off at the police station. Yeah. Like, <laughs> some people yeah. switch kids, yeah. you know, because it's not safe. Right. Um, and so we actually, people, you know, throw around co-parenting and everything. But with co-parenting, like, we do a pretty good job. Right. Because yeah. at least, because I think that's the good thing is that he wanted to be in their life. Yeah. You know, he's wanting to be an involved parent where a lot of a lot of times divorce, like that other parent kind of just mm-hmm. yep. falls off or, mm-hmm. and then, well, you know, sometimes they get remarried and they have their own kids and then like. And kind of forget about the first. Yeah. Ones. Right. Yeah. 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 And yeah. so. Thankfully, yeah, he is an involved, involved father. That's yeah, like, and, and I made it really clear, like, we were going to be 50-50. Yeah. And it was super hard for me initially to not be with my kids yeah. all yeah. of the time because that was never in my plan yeah. for my life. But once I was able to get through that, 
like it actually fro- flows pretty smooth now and it's so nice like my kids have just grown up knowing like they have two homes yeah. yeah right they have like if you anyone ever meets my daughter she loves everyone she thinks everyone she meets <laughs> should all live in in our house in one place <laughs> everybody everybody oh i love her and <laughs> you know but they just feel like they have more and more family. Yeah. Mm. They don't feel as much like they're missing out or things are torn. Yeah. yeah. That's um, good. That is super good. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. That's awesome. Because I know with my parents, it felt very much like split, didn't really talk to my dad very much, yep. you know? Um, yeah. And so one thing is I did end up getting divorced, which I didn't want to do. But when I got divorced, I knew I'm going to do it different. I'm yeah. gonna make sure my kids have equal access to yes. us. That's awesome. Um, but my yeah. situation is also different. I totally understand what my mom did. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's been really good. That's yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's a blessing. That I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's something that's like not wanted, but it's a blessing, right? Yeah, so yeah. That's the positive side of that's like they still have their two parents mm-hmm. involved yeah. in their lives. Yeah, because I can tell you right now, I didn't have that. Okay, my mom was throwing bricks at people. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was, yeah. it, was compl- it was complicated. It was interesting. And it was very one-sided. You only, like, there was bashing. There was, mm-hmm. you know. And, of course, there was, like, mm-hmm. the parent who didn't want to take care of their kid. It, it was all of that mixed together. And so it was just, like, thankfully, there is kids out there who do have, you know, blended families or split homes where, you know, Mom and dad might not have worked out, but we're still your mom and dad. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's my situation was a little different. Yeah, like my parents were like the couple, like yeah. that people wanted to be. And then um, I'm just glad that we were all out of the house and kind of had our own families um, <laughs> when everything went down. Um, but m- mine was. They got a divorce, and then my dad just kind of went off, got remarried, has a whole new family, doesn't talk to us type thing. Yeah. So it's kind of different. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, but like I said, I'm glad that, like, when that did happen, we were all out of the house. We were all older. We all kind of had our own families already. Yeah. So... Just a little different. I mean, did it still suck? Yeah, it did. But, you know, it, it's better. I, I think that it was better for us that we were older mm-hmm. and not in the home because that would have, like, it would have been really bad. Yeah. It would have been really bad. Yeah. So. Man. <clears throat> so, you guys get divorced, and you have this this period of time where it's you you're single again, but now you have two extra lovely, you know, people now mm-hmm. with you. And so, <laughs> and so did you, was there any, any time where you like, kind of like ask God, like, why did this have to happen? Or did you feel like, uh, I know? feel like I knew because mm. <laughs> I, I had mm. always had that little, that discernment that you knew that little piece right so I wasn't it wasn't like I questioned God of why did this happen mm-hmm. 
um, it was super hard, like really hard. Mm. Um, and for the first little bit, a hundred percent, I was like, never doing this again. I will mm. never be married. God, don't even bring no men near me. I don't want to. Uh-huh. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <you're laughs> that worked out well. <laughs> Try telling God what to do. <laughs> God, I left you just like this. <laughs> yeah, you, you got jokes. You funny. You funny. <laughs> so during that time, so what did you do during that time? Were you? Oh, man, I was a hot mess. Uh, so like really early on I thought I'm gonna go on some dates because that's gonna make me feel better Mm. right because this is really hard and I went on some dates and it did not Mm. make me feel better yeah I I downloaded those wonderful dating apps (laughs) I feel like those were worse than the divorce oh yeah it was pretty bad um and then I stopped, and then I just didn't do anything for a while. Yeah. Because I also had a newborn. It was yeah. just a weird thing. Like, yeah. Anyway, so I waited for a little while, and then I, we're in Yukon. Like, where do you meet anybody? <laughs> you right. know? Yeah, you don't go to the bar. You don't like. Yo, there are raccoons <laughs> and foxes <laughs> and coyotes here. <laughs> They're not single men. <laughs> and if they are, eligible, I don't know where. Eligible. Yeah. <laughs> like God fearing, yeah. sober, <laughs> Not with employment. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> some basics that I thought were basic. Or people who are in denial about their marriage and mm. thinking that they see <laughs> that too. The wonderful people that are like, oh, I'm going to be getting a divorce. No, yeah, thank you. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I no. so once I felt like okay I can date again I did get the dating apps, um, but something that I had done before I'd met my ex husband is I always like dated people that were my friends first, and that always just happened like naturally. Yeah. And he was the one person that was not my friend before I started dating. Mm. And so after the, the divorce, I was like, you know what? I really just I want to make friends. And then yeah. naturally, yes. if yes. something progresses. Yeah. Um, but how do you go on dating apps saying, I want to be friends and maybe yeah. it could become yeah. a romantic relationship mm-hmm. later. Um, so that's going to go over well with men online. Well, of course not. Because <laughs> they only have one thing on their mind. Well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even when you put on your profile very specifically, like, I believe in God. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing the one thing on your mind. Yeah. Like, we're going to hang out in public. Yeah. And then they message you, you want to come to my house? No, fool. I Absolutely know you. not. No. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Um, eventually, though, I did meet a guy. Yeah, and then we started hanging out, and then a few months into it, he, like, wanted to be exclusive, and so, like, I had a boyfriend for a little while, um, but it was not super healthy, I'm going to be uh, honest. Yeah. I feel like I thought I was ready, but I was not ready, because I still had, like, a lot of hurt from my divorce, a lot of distrust, um, 
I never felt like super secure. Mm. And so I ended like we ended that. And then Mm. I I just was like by myself again for a little while and just thought I really just need to figure out what my life looks like here. Yeah. Like me and my kids and God and yeah. And focus on that. Because dating on dating apps, I feel like it's a really bad for your mental health. Mm. <laughs> and this is coming from somebody who's a licensed. <laughs> for real. It's <laughs> take those people. <laughs> I mean, it's hard. Like we all have insecurities and everything, but now like I'm a single mom. Yeah. yeah. Trying to do these dates <clears throat> with these men who are not always kind yeah. with their words yeah. or their intentions or people lying and saying that they're looking for one thing, but like really they weren't looking for that. They're looking for the yeah. one thing on their mind. Yeah. Right. Um, so it was just, it was hard. And so I did that for a couple of years and it was uh, not the most fun. Gotcha. Yeah. So that was, so you said it was about a couple of years, right? Mm-hmm. So then what happened after those couple, couple years? So you know what's interesting? <laughs> Throughout my life, I look back and even when I, I've always believed in God, but I, I like, I hated him for a while. That's another podcast. Um, but then when I came and, you know, accepted Jesus in my heart and all of that, I look back even before that time and I saw God had just placed certain people in my life Mm. who just really helped carry me through hard times when I wasn't leaning on him and everything just was so set up. And when I moved here, I like didn't have a job, you know, because I left my job Mm -hmm. in Chico and I got a job at RCS and through RCS I had made friends. I didn't know anyone here. And so I like made some good friends through work. And then my ex is actually the one who found the job at the schools. Oh, okay. I wasn't even looking. Yeah. But he knew that like things are just like really stressful and it wasn't like my dream job there. So he was like, hey, Steph, like, look at this elementary school counselor. Yeah. You qualify. I was like, what? So, I mean, like, thank God for him finding that because like (laughs) this is where. I, I, I could do this job forever. Won't you do yeah. it? Come on now. You know? Um, <laughs> so even though I, I feel like God set that up, like God knew that the mm-hmm. divorce was going to happen. Yeah. So not only does my job provide financial security for me and the kids, because I could not have done it on my mm-hmm. own without this job. Right. Yeah. Um, but then the people that I've met, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. really carried mm-hmm. me through yeah. that time. Um, but one of my friends from RCS, you know, we still hung out and everything. I, like, I was best friends with her, and then her boyfriend had a best friend. And so then, because mm-hmm. I would, like, go hang out with her and her boyfriend, I was like, oh, it's it is my yeah. best friend. <laughs> and so they kind of, like, set us up without me knowing so much the first time. Like, they had said, hey, he has this buddy. I'm like, I don't he know. Like, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, miss. <laughs> so I don't know. I feel like it would be different with Vince. He, yeah, <laughs> he was very quiet. Like what? the first really? time we met, hmm. super quiet. And I'm pretty <laughs> quiet and reserved when I first meet people. Mm-hmm. Takes me a little while to warm up. 
And uh, so we didn't even really talk so much. But apparently I gave him my number. So I must have thought apparently, he was cute. Wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> I don't remember. Apparently. <laughs> I don't remember oh, how the number wow. change wait a happened. Because <laughs> 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 I just know we started talking on the phone. But I, I don't I'm gonna know. I'm going to use that. Apparently they just got my number. I don't know <laughs> how that happened. My memory is real bad. <laughs> So yeah. then we just, we started hanging out, um, but it was different. Like, it wasn't like, like the dates that I had gone on from the dating app. Yeah. And we were building, we were building, like, obviously I thought he was, like, super hot, but we were building a friendship. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> did you listen to it? Oh, yeah. So... <laughs> So we built a friendship <laughs> and like we hung out and like we actually like talked. It was weird. And he even thought it was weird. But we talked about all kinds of things like life and, and God. And um, we, oh man, I don't know if he'll kill me for this, but we were super lame. Like we'd hang out on a Friday night and everyone's like, ooh, they're hanging out on a Friday night, right? We were watching the Bible like, there's a show on Netflix, The Bible Challenge. It's like a game oh, show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and we would watch that and compete <laughs> against each other. Because <laughs> hey. I'm lame like that. Like, that's how I date. I can see that. He's so competitive. <laughs> we both are, too. <laughs> so then I actually started, it actually, like, I started reading my Bible more. Because I'm like, this fool is not going oh, to beat me next Friday. Uh-uh. So I, quick. like, study up. Uh, oh, Lord. okay, okay. <laughs> but it was different because we had this foundation, too, right? Like, I could talk about my faith. Yeah. But not only could I talk about my faith, but like he would encourage me in it. Mm. That's awesome. Ooh, come on. And and I had not had that really. Yeah. yeah. Like I had one boyfriend in college who like we did ministry together and things. But even that, I felt like I was always trying to tell him like keep yourself in check, dude. You know? Yeah. Like he wasn't yeah. encouraging me, I was encouraging. Yeah. Um so that was just really nice and like this this friendship developed and everyone around us was like so are y'all gonna be in a relationship i said no we're just friends we're just <laughs> friends we're probably we're not gonna date <laughs> the nile's not just a river in egypt you know <laughs> but i was unsure i was unsure if like our life would match up yeah because when people first meet him like he seems more like he would want to live in a city mm -hmm. forever you know and i used to be that when i was young but i'm like very country now she got that country twang <laughs> yeah <laughs> and so i just i didn't like see how could our life blend yeah and like work together yeah and I actually still, like, I told him, I was always honest, but I still went on a couple other dates because, like, we were friends. Yeah. I was not. And, and by that Poor point, <laughs> I did want to find someone. Like, I feel like God just gave me this heart for, like, serving. Yeah. Mm. And when I'm married, I can, like, serve my husband yeah and and that's like where like i'm good at that i like that i enjoy that and so i wanted that right. again and so i thought well this guy is my friend but i don't know if we're gonna 
work in a relationship, so I still went on other dates. Right. But then what happened is I'm on other dates, and they're, like, talking their nonsense. And then I started catching myself thinking, man, I could have just stayed home and hung out with Vince. Man. Oh, he had Vince on the brain. <laughs> I want to call him when I go home. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, it's it's here. W-I-D. It's here. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Did you have a nickname for him in your phone? Yeah. <laughs> See, that's and we call my friends. Okay. That's how so, you know. We used to- <laughs> no, no, no. Here, it's the opposite, though. Like, with all my friends, a guy doesn't get his regular name until he becomes something. Oh. So we have nicknames for them because I'm not trying to learn, like, John over here, Mike over there. There's too many of yeah, those. Yeah. But I can remember, like, Sacramento or, like, Big Arm. Big Arms was Vince, you know? <laughs> What? Um, but some of the other you dudes should not have. On the side. <laughs> do you still do? <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love that. But like some guys that my other friends say they didn't have like such positive nicknames, but so everyone had nicknames. So then, Big forehead. <laughs> <laughs> cross eyed, unibrow. You know? <laughs> Did you see unibrow again? No, girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh yes so when i started saying vince they're like oh Uh-oh. he has a name now yeah. mm-hmm. but i'm trying to think i feel like we hung out like as friends probably for a year and a half wow that's awesome because when you think about it going back to saying like you want to know somebody for at least a year. Mm-hmm. Here you guys organically are building that and doing that. Yeah. So that's, yeah. I think that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So so how long did you guys end up dating for before he popped question? Not that long. <laughs> now, I'm, okay, so my memory is really bad, but I feel like it was not that long. <laughs> So this okay, is let me just think. No, no. So we met November of 2019. Okay. And then we just got married this yeah. March. Mm-hmm. It's 2023. So it was beautiful. It was awesome. Um, but we got engaged Thanksgiving, this last Thanksgiving. So it was not a long engagement. I don't know how long it was. How long were we? I don't know. I know we were together at least, it had to have at least been a year, right? 2019. So you had, so 2021. So like 2021 summer, I think maybe we like officially became in a relationship. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because then I think it was like a year and a half we got engaged and then we just like got married because y'all, we're not kids. We're old. We got kids and <laughs> homes. Yeah. yeah. And I was not trying to live in two homes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But you, so you guys kind of pretty much like knew like this is. You know, what's funny is, is I fought it for so long, but once we're in a relationship, I just like, I knew. Yeah. I knew this was going to be, like, my dude forever, you know? Yeah. Aw. I know. (laughs) Her dude forever. My dude forever. Her boo thing. Her boo thing. And so now you guys are married. You guys are, you guys have a beautiful blended family. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so 
do you feel like God lets you have that time for yourself to like reflect, heal, and then he was like, okay, now I'm ready for you to actually have your person. Do you feel like? Yeah. yeah. And I think God wanted me to use that time more wisely and not do this nonsense of going on these random dates. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and I probably could have been okay without that, but I did it and I learned. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And when you're married, same thing again. Mm-hmm. Second time around, you get married. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's still different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In good ways and challenging ways. Right. You yeah. know? Yeah. But do you feel like now this time you're like, okay, I can navigate this. It's so different. different. Yeah. It's so different. Yeah. Yeah. And it feels like, it feels like what, like you think about marriage, except, you know, obviously it's like harder than we all dream when we're little. Yeah. Um, but the difference yeah. is now, like we both put God first. So even when we both act a fool or whatever, and we're on each other's nerves and well. we're arguing and we can have all of that happen, but then we come back to yeah. God is first for us and God is first in our marriage. Yeah. And like, I could be so irritated with him and he'll be like, should we pray? I'm like, probably. I don't really <laughs> want to right now. But like, that's yeah, good. that's so good. <laughs> Dear though. Lord, can you please <laughs> help him get himself together? <laughs> <laughs> that's so good though. That's really good. <laughs> but it's different. And I think that's what, that's different and that is helps your marriage to be stronger and that's what's going to help it to last yeah yeah because on our own our own strength man i could be a fool too yeah a lot and i have my own issues and my own things um and so if it wasn't for god and for giving us the strength and direction yes and and binding us together like we wouldn't make it right yeah absolutely and you also still have people around you who love you and pray for you mm-hmm. and support you in that. Because I think that's important too, especially when you're going through a situation like this. You don't want people, your friends, to be out there like, girl, just do whatever you want. Like, did it. Like, yeah. actually encouraging you, like, hey, we want what God wants for you. We're going to be praying for you. You got this. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's important too. Yeah. So, you know, you got friends out there who, you know, who go through situations like divorce or separation, like be an encouragement to them, be praying for them, Mm -hmm. be praying for the best outcome. We don't want to be on, on those teams of bashing and and talking negative about somebody. Although I do, we we do get, I mean, we do get our licks in every once in a while. Right. But we don't want (laughs) to stay in there. We don't want to stay in that, in that mindset because we want to make sure that, Mm However it goes, however God sees it to be fit, it's healthy and it's healing. Right. Right. So, right. man. Mm. That's now, now her bitch got a big house on the hill and chickens and. A garden. A garden and, yeah, well. Their house is beautiful. Gorgeous. Uh, <clears throat> Vince knows how to throw down on the grill. Listen. So. Okay. <clears throat> okay. I used to grill. Not anymore. You let him take care of that. It it doesn't even compare. Like, I don't care enough to try as hard as he does. So he grows. Go on ahead, boo I can do the cooking inside. I'll do the cooking inside. Yeah. Is dating different with kids? Yes. Yeah. So, like, when you're dating and you're single without kids, (laughs) you're dating for yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but I knew. So one thing God did too is he put me at the school, right, mm -hmm. while I was married. And so at the school, like I've done counseling for kids whose parents are going through a divorce and I've mm -hmm. watched a lot of that happen. Yeah. And so I've seen when parents will bring in their new love interest yeah. really early on yeah. before mm -hmm. like really vetting them and then they disappear. Yeah. And so like I've watched that in, in my kids at school. Mm -hmm. And so I made a promise to myself that like no man is going to meet my kids unless that man is staying in our life forever. Yeah. Mm, so they, they never met anybody that I dated. That's good. Yeah, that's good stuff right there. Yeah. And so good. when Vince and I like actually officially were in a relationship and I had him meet my kids, it was because I knew. Yeah. Like I knew I was going to marry him. I might not have told him that and he'll listen <laughs> to this and be like, why didn't you tell me? But like I knew. Yeah. You know, um, but when I was dating, it wasn't just like, will he and I mesh? Right. But Right. What kind of father is he? Yeah. Mm. Is he a father currently? Is yeah. he involved in his kids' lives? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Good. You know, because if he's not, I don't want that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like my ex is involved because that's their dad. Why would I start a relationship with someone that's not involved with their kids or wouldn't be involved with mine? Like, you're going to be a stepdad. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, whether you like it or not. And so it's, it's just different. You look for different things and you look at different things yeah. mm. in the people hopefully yeah i hope you're looking right yeah at that. it should be like that <coughs> especially yeah. if you have kids it should mm -hmm. be like yes you want to make sure that you mesh well but you want to make sure that if this is going anywhere like you're gonna be good for my kids yeah because i mean your kids are your kids and they will always be your kids. Mm -hmm. And so whoever you find to step into that role as like stepdad or stepmom should be there to um, act like they are their own kids. Mm -hmm. Like it shouldn't be like a separated thing. Yeah. If we're doing this, they are your kids too. Yeah. Like, and you should treat them as such. Yeah. Yeah. So I went from two to six. Yo, wow. Which my daughter spread all <laughs> over campus. <laughs> my mom has six kids now. And so all these kids and staff are like, what? <laughs> yes. Miss mm -hmm. Taylor. Miss mm -hmm. Taylor. <laughs> it's good. And you want to make sure that whoever you're bringing into your life, is that a good example to your kids? Yes. So, like, when I was dating men, it's like, would I want my son to look at this man and act like this man? Yeah. <clears throat> because they're going to be a role model. Mm -hmm. And if you don't want your kid to act like them, you should not be dating them. Yeah. Mm. Ooh, that's good. That's a word right there. That's wise words. Mm. Listen, I feel like I learned a lot today. Yes. Yes, <laughs> good stuff. So, Stephanie, if there was, if there's somebody out there who's going through a similar situation, what would you feel like would be your top three things for them to to do, or what what would be like your three advice tips? Okay, I feel like there's a couple stages after divorce. Mm -hmm. 
and I feel like everyone goes through them, but that first initial year is you're like hurt, angry, all of the things. Yeah. And I really, I, I did it. I tried to date. I think that you should not date. I think you need to just go through those emotions, mm-hmm. um, work through it, and like really lean on God and your support system and get to a place where you can forgive, whatever it was. Yeah. Because yeah. until you've done that, you really can't go forward with anybody else, mm-hmm. yeah. or you shouldn't, holding on to all of that. So during that, that first yeah. hurt stage yeah. is getting to a place of forgiveness before saying one way or another, Either doing what I did, try to date, and then say, I will never marry again. Don't be putting that out there. Because yeah. God will say, I have another plan for you. <laughs> <laughs> so just take that time to get to a place of forgiveness. Mm. And, and, then, and then pray about it. Maybe you do want to be single forever. Maybe that's what God has for you. And that's great. And, you know, live that. If you're somebody like me that I really did feel like I'm really supposed to be married. Yeah. Like I just felt that in my heart. When you're in that second stage of dating is don't lie to yourself. Yeah. Like really prioritize what's the most important. And I changed it. Like I put God. Yeah. Right. And if they didn't have that, we didn't continue. Yeah. Um, and that made such a big difference for me for dating. I, I didn't waste my time as much. Yeah. Um, and then I found somebody very quality, you yes. know, who like works with me. So That's just good. prioritizing the things that we should. And then third is to not bring the past into your current mm. relationship. Yeah. And that is so hard to do. Yeah. That's really hard to do. So like now, like I, everyone has their own divorce story, but like I had and have this fear that I'll just wake up one day and he'll be like, I'm done. Mm. But if I put that on Vince in any little argument, like that's not going to work for us, you know? So like I have to work on that and he has his own things, Mm -hmm. you know, from his stuff, but really you got to leave your past and not project that onto your current spouse, you know? Yeah, that's good. That's good stuff. Hmm. Man, I feel like, like I said, good. I feel like I learned a lot. Yeah, this is good stuff. Yeah, because, like I said, the, the D word, divorce, has always been, like, something that's not really talked about in the church in a way that's open and realistic. But just, like, divorce is bad. Mm-hmm. Don't get divorced. <laughs> and a lot of people will stay in relationships that, like I said earlier, that are not, that are abusive, that are toxic, they're all equally yoked, all in the sake of what God said up not to mm-hmm. not to get divorced. Yeah. When in reality, God also said to be loved and respected, to be treated respect. You know, like yeah. And, yeah. and and so I think it's important that you know there is that talk about you know there is a discussion. Sometimes it does come up. Sometimes you do have times of separation. Yeah to figure out things uh, you yeah. know like this is this yeah. is real life it's That's, real life yeah it you know really um and then what that looks like if you do go through a divorce you know because it's not always like what the tv shows show like oh mm-hmm. girl just live your best life get back out there mm. yeah yeah no. there's stages to this like 
I'm mm-hmm. hurt. I'm, I'm in my feelings. Like, I need support. Or I got kids to think about. Or, like, right. I have also my future and my career to think about. Like, there's other things that come into play. Like, you have moved, like, and everything. You had a yeah. newborn. no family here. Yeah. Mm. Like, but God, <laughs> God gives wow. second chances. He gives mm-hmm. second, you know, you know, chances of love and, yeah. and, and marriage. And so I hope anybody who's listening, anybody who's listening has been encouraged by that. Like, yes. you know, if you feel like you're supposed to remarry, that's probably because God does want you to remarry. And he has you in a place right now in your life where he wants you to focus on you so you can be ready for that person. Mm-hmm. Right. Man, good stuff. Whoo. Okay. So. What's, okay, so Stephanie, do you want to read our scripture for today? Oh, yeah, let me pull it up real quick. So we got uh, Matthew 19, verse 8. So Matthew 19, 8, Jesus replied, Moses permitted divorce only as a concession to your hard hearts, but it was not what God had originally intended. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. well. I mean, I mean, that's pretty much self-explanatory right there. Like, you know, and I think during that time in Moses' day, like, like you said, like, people, it's like almost like people were allowed to get married. But I think in that time, like, especially after they being delivered from Egypt, there's a whole different new life. They're traveling and they're already complaining about stuff. And I'm sure there's people complaining and other things going on during that time where marriages were probably being really tried mm-hmm. and challenged, right? Yeah. And so <laughs> Moses was like, listen, <laughs> God said this. So, well, well, Steffi, thank you for yes, being our guest thank today. You. Thanks this for being open and just open and honest about this journey that you've been on. Because, like I said, I think people can even from somebody <laughs> like me who's never been married and single like i learned a lot from yeah. that yeah i learned a lot from that so thank you stephanie yay <laughs> <laughs> so stephanie at the end of every podcast we always like to do some goofy bump that oh gosh that people are going through so <laughs> <laughs> If you got <laughs> if you got people nicknamed in your phone oh. <laughs> because they raggedy. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> if you're going through some things in your marriage mm-hmm. and you really need God to intervene. If you know you're not supposed to be hanging out with that person. Ooh. Well. Ooh. Come on, discernment. Well. <laughs> if your husband won't sleep on the couch even though you ask him to. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'll sleep on the couch. That's probably where the air is. Bye. <laughs> you guys can't agree on something like a TV show. <laughs> well. If you're if you're ready for love again, mm. and you feel like God has let you go through that process, but you're still struggling just a little bit, 
You still need a little bit more healing before you go to that next step. All I want you to do is close your eyes, take a deep breath, and say, Bump, bump that. that. God is in control. Yep. God's got you. He's got you. He's got your future spouse in mind. He has your kids in mind. He has your future career in mind. He wants what's best for you. And so even though right now it might look a little, <laughs> <Ragged>. okay, <laughs> real ratchet. <laughs> okay, just know, just know there is light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. And God wants what's best for you. So just hold on to that. You gotta so. hold on to it. Oh, sorry. Gotta dig a little deep. I thought you were gonna say. Well, Stephanie, it was so much fun to have you with us today. And we love you so much. And your family. Yes. And we can't wait to come back over for some more barbecue. Vince, <laughs> you hear that? <laughs> right. She called you strong arms. Well, well. <laughs> she said, lift me up. <laughs> <laughs> Before you go, go. All right, so. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I thought it was a waste. Anyway, anyway, okay, we're done. <laughs> Listen, we love you guys, and we will hear from you soon. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> you say soon or soon? <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm trying not to laugh, but it's not working. <laughs> All right. What she tried to say (laughs) was we will talk to you guys soon. Yeah, that part. Love you. Bye. Bye.